let's begin the field trip now. As a mechanism 
NFTs make it possible to assign value to digital art, which opens the door to a sea of possibility for a medium that is unbridled by physical limitations, says Noah Davis, a specialist in post-war and contemporary art at Christie's Auction House. Um, so it's basically a new way to value these artworks and uh, sell them in the cryptocurrency world but uh, a lot more prestige around individual purchases um, it's not something that that is being sold out in mass the mass market uh, this is something where it's a one-time thing so first first big news right now out of that area is the Blau uh, spelled the number 3 L-A-U he sold a record breaking 3.6 million dollar NFT in the first ever tokenized album sale uh, this is news hot off the press February 28th 2021 says tonight in record breaking and groundbreaking fashion electronic music producer Blau sold a collection of limited edition NFTs for 3.6 million dollars the dance music vet and cryptocurrency pundit also broke the record in non-fungible token sales by selling 33 unique items for a total of 11 million dollars it's fucking crazy NFTs are unique digital collectibles that are truly one of a kind and unable to be replicated. Stored on a decentralized blockchain, each item is exclusive to its owner and cannot be deleted or duplicated. NFTs have been a major boon in the COVID-19 era for music producers who are actively seeking ways to recoup revenues lost from touring due to the impact of the virus. Blah, 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 yeah, Dead Mouse, of course, Feed Me, uh, some other artists that have been capitalizing on the NFT boom. Helpful to have a gigantic name to be able to do this shit. So I don't know how viable it is for up and comers to get into this, but it's. I don't know, man. People are talking about it a lot. Dude just made $3 million selling an album to one one buyer I'm about it he's rich now he started from nothing I'm sure said the sale took place on Blau's custom-built website developed by the team at origin protocol now you can check that website out on this link you can find the link in the description of the podcast uh, to commemorate the three-year release of Blau's Ultraviolet album, the winning bidder won a platinum-plated vinyl record NFT version, which is redeemable for a custom song by Blau, as well as access to unreleased music and a bonus physical vinyl. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. So in uh, related news... This, uh, if you've ever heard of this guy, Rack, R-A-C, all uppercase, um, I'll play you a track or something, 
maybe I'll pop one in here. Said that uh, he's been a strong proponent of blockchain technology for years. Last year, he went as far as to introduce his own cryptocurrency. Um, so he's trying to help fellow artists looking to enter the high-tech world of NFTs or non-fungible tokens. Says now. Rack will share his wealth of crypto knowledge through a new creative agency, Six Digital, the number Six Digital, and announced it uh, all over social medias. New agency will specialize in NFTs and help artists develop and manage their own releases. Six Digital will help artists navigate and demystify the complex world of the blockchain-powered digital collectibles, the popularity of which has mushroomed in recent weeks. Yeah, you can uh, pop over to his Twitter and get more details. But uh, yeah, literally, like when he posted this, apparently, Twitter throttled the agency's new page due to suspicious activity, likely stemming from a rapid influx of followers. There's screenshots and everything. Pretty crazy. So that's popping right now. Uh, news from Red Rocks. Uh, Red Rocks reopening plan coming at ya after this drop. in April with vastly reduced capacity. Now this is news from February 25th. It's like last week. It says just like the countless concert venues have felt the wrath of COVID over the course of the past years, Red Rocks is adjusting to the new norm. According to Denver CBS affiliate KKTV, the fabled open-air venue is planning a big announcement in April after submitting COVID-19 variance requests to city and state health officials. So, CBS Denver adds that fans can expect a much different concert experience than years past due to safety measures and stated to mitigate the spread of the virus, such as mask wearing and vastly reduced capacity. You'll know you'll still be able to see a show and you'll be in the venue, but it's not going to feel the same way as it has in the past, said Red Rocks spokesman Brian Kitts. In early January, Red Rocks announced its 2021 concert schedule. Uh, blah, you bunch of people. Blah. 
like Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Says, uh, says those tickets are still good for all the shows that you booked your tickets for already, but the reality is that a number of those won't play off because we'll be at a reduced capacity when Red Rocks finally opens. Denver NBC affiliate KUSA reports that there's currently a total of 376 patients hospitalized with the virus in Colorado. That's honestly not that bad. Hmm. Yep, well that's uh, Red Rocks news. Uh, oh, this, this next one is interesting. So this is about I know that this is the bass music podcast, but drum and bass, I guess, is uh, close enough. Close enough. So it says, 2020 was the highest ever year for drum and bass download sales. Uh, this is interesting. I love drum and bass. It says, the clubs might be shut, but the scene keeps on moving. I gotta turn down my background music more. God damn. Both leading digital download platforms, Beatport and Juno Download, have exclusively revealed to UKF.com that they've witnessed a significant rise in both drum and bass sales and the amount of drum and bass releases published through 2020. Following a year of big releases and first ever Beatport overall number ones in 2019, 2020 saw the amount of drum and bass activity increase on the site in a major way, as well as three more overall number ones. Uh, Sales of the genre were up by 17%, while the amount of releases published and sold on the site were up by 12.5%. Sales of drum and bass have also enjoyed an even higher rise on UK site Juno Download, with sales going up by 20% between 2019 and 2020. Uh, Raising the amount of published releases of 22%. They said, we are not really surprised here at Juno Download, and it's a trend we've seen emerging over the last few years, says David Golvent, head of business development at Juno Download. Despite the severe consequences of COVID on the music industry, D&B artists were in a strong position to switch to online, having built up engaged digital communities over the past few years. Whether it is the old drum and bass guard continuing to produce quality music or the rise of new talent with new sounds, it has been a healthy year for drum and bass and all its subgenres continuing to give it a wider appeal. Yeah. The message is the same from Beatport uh, Yan Bonnet, the curator for drum and bass and many other bass related genres for Beatport. He explains, it's kind of a golden age, he he tells uh, UKF. The historical artists and labels are still active, while at the same time, a bunch of newcomers and new new labels grew rapidly uh, in less than two years. Moreover, the large spectrum of drum and bass and its subgenres allow great diversity of production, making the genre more popular worldwide. 
Also, it's really satisfying to see that Beatport is consolidating its place as reference number one for the community, giving increased support and exposure for this historical and evolving music genre, which has been reinventing itself over the years. This year being one of the most prolific. This is a major positive for drum and bass music. The genre has had a huge presence on both download stores, uh, attracting millions of views, blah, 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 for added insight, blah, 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 blah. Another interesting trend revealed by the download store were stats regarding sales per territory. The ongoing UK versus New Zealand banter takes yet another interesting twist, as the countries enjoyed rises in sales of 36 and 44% respectively, while both the USA and Australia saw a rise of 22% in sales. Hmm. Bearing in mind these sales are during a year when there have been minimal gigs for any level of selector since March, these are impressive stats and encouraging for a scene that's constantly moving, growing, and developing. With What's more, with almost a year of lockdowns under most of our collective belts, the diversity of the sound and proliferation could well continue to rise in 2021, leading to even more increases in sales. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so that's some good news. Drum and bass is blowing the fuck up. Uh, yeah, there's a new Lizzie Jane podcast, and her first episode is with Mode Step. That's uh, something cool to check out. Subtronics Sample Pack Contest. The winners have been announced. Uh, Exemplar Jules. I will play a Jules track in here. Uh, he's I saw him live. He's fucking great. He opened for Saruta and Tidai Kai and Space Jesus before he got canceled. Uh, another winner was Ahi. He's a great one. And Stitch. Uh, each song will be released this March on Cyclops Recordings. Congrats to the winners. Uh, here's some sad news in the audio world. Rupert Nave, legendary audio equipment inventor, dies at 94. His mixing consoles and preamps shaped the sound of recorded music in the 20th century and beyond. Story here says legendary audio engineer, recording equipment inventor, and entrepreneur Rupert Nevis died, according to a statement posted on his official website. An obituary shared by reps reveals that the case of death was non COVID pneumonia and heart failure. He was 94 years old. Dude lived a long, full life. Born in Newton Abbott, England in 1936, Nev volunteered in the British Army's Royal Corps of Signals during World War II as a teenager. He worked for other electronics firms and manufacturers before founding his own company, Nev Electronics, in 1961. Three years later, he would design the first ever commercial transistor-based mixing console for the iconic Philips Studios in London, replacing the traditional vacuum tube-based designs used up until that point. In the 1970s, Nave mixing boards defined the sound of classic rock. 
The Nave 8028 console that was made famous in Dave Grohl's 2013 Sound City documentary was used in, in recordings by artists like Fleetwood Mac, The Grateful Dead, Santana, Tom Petty, and countless others. Arguably the most influ influential of his inventions is the Nave 1073 preamp, used to gain, shape the gain and sound of microphones in the recording process. It is regarded by many audio engineers as one of the best preamps of all time and is frequently emulated by hardware and software manufacturers alike in the present day. Nev and his wife Evelyn sold the Nev companies in 1975, but the inventor would continue to work on designing new recording innovations throughout the rest of his life. He moved to Texas in 1994 and later established Rupert, Rupert Nev Designs in 2005. He received a Lifetime Achievement Technical Grammy Award in 1997. Hell yeah, you get to hear this drop too. in the background just so I couldn't get around copyright bullshit and maybe put this on YouTube but uh yeah that last thing I have for news not really bass music related but it's just interesting bullshit to talk about and complain about so the rock and roll hall of fame nominations for this year drum roll mary j goddamn blige she's amazing but i did not know she made rock and roll kate bush devo the foo fighters i'm about that okay uh the go-go's iron maiden there we go finally some legit rockers jay-z what in the actual goddamn fuck why why is jay-z nominated for the rock and roll hall of fame that is nuts shaka khan carol king fella cooley ll goddamn cool j are you fucking kidding me? The New York Dolls, Rage Against the Machine. Thank you. Todd Rundgren. There we go. Tina Turner. And Diane, Diane Warwick. Diane Warwick, yeah. All right. 
that's it for the news. Next, I'm gonna hit you with some events. Uh, I am not condoning unsafe practices. Uh, I'm not anti-COVID. I'm not anti-safe. Uh, if you're not healthy, if you're uh, if you need to remain safe. Just close your ears for this part and pretend I'm not talking. Um, I wish you well in your hidey hole. But in March, Mersive, this is actually like this weekend if I get this online in time. Uh, March 5th, 6th, it's like over the weekend down in Texas, Mersive is playing. Love that man. Uh, Link. Link is going to be in the description. Champagne Drip is playing in Cincy uh, at the end of March. I'm going to try to go to that one for sure. Got to have eight to six to eight people to reserve a table, though. Um, in April, Ubby Dubby Festival. That one's down in uh, Texas, I believe. Let's check that out. Get you a lineup on that. So April 24th to 25th. And the lineup. 13, Adventure Club, AT Aliens, Brondo, Bruno Ferlin, Camel Fat, Destructo, Dirt Monkey, Dom Dalla, Escuche, Frankie Wa, Gammer, Ghastly, Green Velvet, Griffin, Elenium, Enzo, Joyride, Justin J, Kaivon, Cascade, Company with a K, Kyle Watson, Liquid Stranger, LS Dream, Lucid, Lucid, L-U-Z-C-I-D, Murata, Mersive, Midas, Noizu, Riot 10, Rusco, Seven Lions, Shanghai, Motherfucking Doom, Shiba San, Sosa, Swarm, Taiga, Taboo, Valencio Khan, Vanessa, Whipped Cream, and Zomboy. Wow, they got two female DJs out of like 87 artists. It's crazy. Um, yeah, so that's that. And that's an Ennis, Texas, the Texas Motorplex. Uh, so mask up and get your fucking rave on because it's time to go outside again, goddammit. Get your vitamin D. I recommend the outdoor festivals as opposed to indoor events, that's for damn sure. I think that's infinitely more safer than an indoor event right now. Um, there's uh, another thing happening in April. This is by the Mutiny Music Collective. It's called the Singularity Pod Experience. It is in Bumfuck, Utah. The Utah Motorsports Campus. So on Friday, they got Ghost Rider, Joyride, Back to Back Ghastly, Dr. Fresh, Noizu, Baiju, Black Gummy, Shade, Maddie O'Neill, 
Maddie O'Neill's great. I love her. Uh, Saturday, they got 12th Planet, Peekaboo, Whipped Cream, G-Rex, Tasaki, Vampa, Ace, Aura, and Onai. Then on Sunday, you got Nightmare, Habstract, Dion Timmer, Company, Heckler, Control Freak, Benda, and Ang Anarchy. Spelled A-N-R-K-E-Y. That's a retard. That's a game. Um, man, so that's April. And again, all these links to these events are going to be in the description. Uh, in May, you got Global Dub. That was supposed to be a Red Rock show, but it is now an online event. I got the Facebook page for that on there. I got Nero coming to Texas. God damn, that's what I just said. Nero is coming to Texas in May. Playing that same random ass place that uh, Mersive's playing this weekend. Then in May as well, there is Soundhaven. This is an interesting looking event. Uh, let me see if they got a lineup for that and where it is. So it's going to be in Tennessee. There is no lineup posted for it yet, but it's supposed to have three interactive stages and function one sound. So I am paying attention. And as you probably guessed, Movement Festival has been canceled. That usually goes on in May up in Detroit. I've always wanted to go and never have made it. Still on my bucket list. June, we got Forbidden Kingdom. It's an insomniac event down in Florida. July, you got Big Dub. That's happening in PA. I think there is the first phase of the lineup announced let me see let me see if I can find it uh, looking 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 nope not finding it we shall stay tuned for that. Uh, last one I'm going to hit you with is Elements Festival. Another one happening in PA. I wanted to go to this one a couple years ago, but I missed it. So the organizers blah, 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 set for September 3rd to 6th in Lakewood, Pennsylvania. I think it's over on the eastern side of PA. Topping the list are Chris Lake, Diplo, Shitlow, Bonobo, Walker, and Royce, Ganja, White Knight, Closey, Rusko, Bob Moses, Yado, Claude Von Stroke, Golf Clap, Will Clark, Jay Wara, blah, blah, blah. There's a, that's like the main stage basic bitch stuff, but then they got a whole other stage that has uh, Ganja, White Knight headlining, Closey. Rusko, The Whittler, Essex, Desert Dwellers, one of my goddamn favorites. I love the Desert Dwellers. Another one of my favorites, Super Task. Oh my god, I love that guy. Megan Hamilton, Chompa, Templo, Faceplant, Victory, that's V C T R E, Spectre, Rezzy, uh, blah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so that one looks pretty legit. 
think it's ha I think uh, September is a reasonable time where you could start actually planning on going. Start uh, saving up your money to buy tickets. Um, I think September is reasonable. Like, I'm ready to go to shit right now personally, but I know a lot of people are still really not about it. But I don't know. I think September is uh, time to pull the trigger again. Alright. We have gotten through the events. I'm now going to hit you with a little segment I'm going to start doing with new releases from locals to people around the world. Um, locals first. Hold on. Let me get some water. Nicotine, hold on. Oh, all better. Smoking is not helping my talking voice. My throat is feeling it, but I love podcasting. God damn it. I'm gonna be a baby Joe Rogan. Just kidding. I could build such a better studio than that motherfucker shit is like a dungeon a red ass dungeon anywhere anyway local music coming out so one of my favorite local producers that has fucking made it already but he has, still has so much potential i know it this man's slave, David Timko, aka Slave, his remix album just came out of his transformation album. He got, he released part one of three featuring remixes from Bromo Sapien, Peanut Butter Williams, Shatter, and Sunrising. And I'm gonna hit up david and see if i can play you some of these tracks um we'll see we'll make it happen i'm sure uh, he'd appreciate the love all right next up from around the world let's see Oh yeah, there's new stuff out by Buku. He's a, my Pittsburgh man. There's new stuff out by Fight uh, by Che and Mr. Carmack. Yeah, Fight Club out by Che and Mr. Carmack. Uh, it said, after Lightning in a Bottle 2019, and this is Che speaking, he said, he, I visited Saruta in LA before I left for my flight home. He asked me if I wanted to visit Carmack in his studio, and I was stoked. The collaboration began when Carmack asked me to give him one word to search in Ableton. We would be using those samples to start the track. I chose the word fight, and the rest is history. Big love to Saruta for setting this up. And bam, I'll put that track in the mix. 
and then bring up this fucking drop. Easy Baked called Baptize offers a thick bass line, peppered vocals over the duo's signature wiggly sound design. It's the first release of 2021 for Easy Baked and reinforces their penchant for wonky innovation. Bada bam, check it out. Here's one I love. Essex got a new one out. It's called Ellie's Nap. Named after Essex Dog, Essex Ellie's Nap found placement on the closely curated Emergence compilation via Gravitas Records. This track offers a far smoother approach from Essex, who delivers a soft, almost meditative track here. And here you go. Alright, here's one from an, a record label that I just submitted some shit to, but I know it'll never get accepted. Liquid Strangers Down Tempo record label Squan, that's spelled S S K W A N. Um, so, this song Satori just came out by Miz and Superfuture, that's M I Z E. And Superfuture says it's meant to convey pure enlightenment. Michigan's Superfuture delivers further intrigue with a beautiful guitar solo, which adds a natural instrumental element to this genre-bending collab with Mies. I love Mies. He's I've been on his side for a while now. His sound design is uh, so clean but so grimy. It's a hard medium to balance. So here you go. Check it out. Enjoy.
So yeah, there's some uh, uh, UKF link. Uh, or, well, there's a link in the description. There's uh, UKF dubstep revealed their most popular tracks of 2020. Uh, Eterna joined forces on a new single. Uh, there's a subreddit that I posted about new dubstep, new D- music Friday. And there's uh, new stuff from Crispy Chris, also new stuff from Legends, new Dr. P, new Flux Pavilion, all linked in the description. In closing, last link in the description is to help support music-related businesses and staff affected by the COVID-19. You can donate and help out these this music industry thank you so much for listening bass music podcast episode one with cash aka cash merrick checking out
Really something. That's something. 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 Something.